Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome back. Laurie and Julia's show, My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. You have to come this uh, this program, as we like to call it. Your opportunity to guest the celebrity voice will give you a chance to win tickets to see Beyonce and Jay-Z on the 8th of August at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium. So we'll let you know when that is going to happen. In and the, our yes. Midnight Sun tickets. Even oh, though I right. know the Beyonce and Jay-Z, that's the big, that's the big yeah, one that's to win, the, really. So oh, good. Oh. Five o'clock hour for mm-hmm. that one. Midnight Sun this hour. Okay, so Donnie, uh, Stephen, we woke up this morning to the news that Stephen Hawking had uh, passed away. Had passed away, and of course, if you didn't know who he was by the when Eddie Redmayne uh, did the movie and won an Oscar for being in playing in his life, that's the theory how, of everything. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. that's how a lot of people that may not have really known who Stephen Hawking was got to know him and kind of fall in love with mm-hmm. his, his his story. Whole story and uh, yeah, Eddie Redmayne. I was in 2014 already. And don't you remember how delightful he was at the oh. Screen Actor Guild Awards when he was talking? Back oh, he was there? so he was lovely. Lovely. And I was reading a thing about why did Stephen Hawking, who had ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, live so long? Because he died at the age of 76. For some reason, when people get ALS in their, well, like young, right. in their early 20s, okay, they live. Versus like my in your forties or fifties or sixties, gone maybe three or four years. Right, they don't know why, but okay. it's the only. I always thing, wondered that too. It's the only thing that has been that's been a real thing, right? That if so you in get twenties, you seem ALS, to be okay. That you can live for a long time with what happens to your body, body when that. it all shuts down, but yeah. your mind is right there. Yeah. So mm-hmm. let's play the Stephen Hawking from the Today Show. I'm a cosmologist. I study the marriage of space and time. Long before Eddie Redmayne's Oscar-winning portrayal of him with his unique computer-generated voice. My name is Stephen Hawking. It's American. Is that a problem? And playing himself on the Big Bang Theory. Professor Hawking, it's an honor and a privilege to meet you, sir. I know. British physicist Stephen Hawking exploded onto the world stage with some big theories of his own. In A Brief History of Time, a 1988 runaway best-selling book turning complex matter into relative simplicity for the masses. He set the agenda for science today by uniting the two great theories of the universe, relativity and quantum theory. Born in 1942 in Oxford, England, Hawking wasn't a whiz kid in the classroom growing up and didn't really get serious about his studies and physics until his college years at Cambridge. He immersed himself in cosmology and astronomy. During that time, he was diagnosed with ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease, the debilitating disorder, robbing him of mobility, confining his body to a wheelchair, his voice eventually to a machine. His mind, by then, boundless. His quest to explore and experience, insatiable. The greatest enemy of knowledge is not ignorance, he once famously surmised. It is the illusion of knowledge. 
Hawking concluded our universe began about 15 billion years ago with a big bang, time starting simultaneously. Ultimately, the universe will collapse, he argued, while time marches on until the end. Given just two years to live after falling ill at age 21, Stephen Hawking packed an incredible lifetime of achievement in the decades that followed, beating the odds. Heartfelt tributes coming thick and fast this morning. The Big Bang Theory cast saying, in loving memory of Stephen Hawking, it was an honor to have him on The Big Bang Theory. Thank you for inspiring us and the world. His daughter, Lucy, posting to Facebook, the best and the bravest, Goodbye to my beloved father, who changed the world. Mm. And Neil you know, deGrasse Tyson is very mm-hmm. sad today, and just all and that that he would die, you know, on National Pie Day. Well, maybe he died yesterday. He died last night. Last but, night, but but it was on. It was the three hundredth anniversary of Galileo's death oh, and wow. Albert Einstein's birthday. There you go. See, wow. I knew there had to be That's some cause. Isn't that something? Yeah. What I thought was this is a quote of his. Um, that just resonates. Remember to look up at the stars and not down at your feet or your phone, I want to add. Yeah. Try to make sense of what you see and wonder about what makes the universe exist. Be curious. Mm-hmm. You know, life is difficult. It may seem at times, but there's always something you can do. He had kind of an interesting succeed. love life. Yes, he felt. Indeed. I mean, he yeah. really three did. three kids. Yeah. yeah. And then didn't he fall in love with his nurse and have a hot affair with yes, his nurse? Yes, I mean, he almost could be, you know, there could be a vintage scandal about him. <laughs> it's a great movie. He, he, uh-huh. It was a great movie. Which Theory one? of Everything. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, yeah I mean, Eddie Redmayne was amazing. Yes. I never finished. I'd never. You never I, No, I don't that? think so. I feel like I saw it, part of it on a plane or something and never <laughs> quite finished up. Yeah. I might have to circle back around to that one. I, Gives me something to look forward to later. I don't really believe you. Later. Something else he had in common with Einstein, besides being incredibly brilliant, is that neither of them were particularly good students for quite some time. Yeah. They mm-hmm. just weren't. They just, I think they got bored. Probably. Well, you always hear that about, like, you know, and you always wonder for kids. a little bit yeah, about your kids if, like, you go, well, maybe they're just, like, really intellectually. Do parents go jump to that? Like never. Never. That's they're the, really never. intellectually Sorry, gifted. Never. No. And the teacher no. can't keep First, up. No. We think that would be what dis- I would never. think. Never. <laughs> never. That's brilliant. That's why. No, That's we, why. We teacher, keep no, up. Never. No. They don't want to follow rules. Oh, okay. They're bad. They're naughty. Um, we go so many other Didn't places they first. Almost blow up like a instructor at St. Kate's with a science experiment? Who are you talking about? Your boys. Excuse me? Did they like almost... Excuse me, they're super smart. Had a tree on fire? (laughs) No. Did they do something really naughty? It wasn't their fault according to them. Of course (laughs) not. (laughs) No, what kid is going to... Yeah, I know. No, they... um, Yeah, we won't talk about that right now. They're still living in this town and listen. I mean, You know what? The moratorium is off of them. They're 21. They they really Both of them. And I'm going to start talking about what I know about those. Then I'm going to talk about things I know about you. You, I've already told (laughs) everybody everything. Don't bring my boys into this. There's nothing left, Let's try to to show everyone how smart, dumb we are by playing fact or fiction. (laughs) No, we don't have time now. Oh, we don't? We'll have to do it elsewhere if you want in the hour. All right. We'll just save that specialty for tomorrow. Save it. Works for me. We'll do it in honor of Stephen. And Julia is going to, in honor of Stephen Hawking, she's going to remember that the game is called Fact or Fiction. I just said that. I know. That's what I mean. I'm on a roll. You are. All right. When we come back, we got random thoughts. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. 
He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, tell me if you guys believe this. Um, we know today is pi 3.14 day, which tells mm-hmm. you the circle's circumference and the relationship between a circle and its diameter. Blah, 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 blah. Anywho, it's a math thing. Yes, um, yes. Do you no. believe, Thank you. Thanks for the math speak on that. Do you believe that 55% of Americans are planning on celebrating it today? By eating an pie. actual pie, a pizza, <laughs> circular food. Mm-hmm. Sure. You think so? Fifteen oh, percent yeah. are gonna go on a three point one four mile run. We'll get waffle fries at bowling tonight because they're, they're round, round instead exactly. of our long skinny there you potato go. string. Oh, I love the waffle fries. All right, mm. I've got just a couple jokes for you, okay? Mm. Who invented the these are pie related? Okay. Who invented the round table? I'm so distracted by your 1980s newscaster look right now. Okay. I want to take that. Um, sir, Julia, <laughs> sir, <laughs> conference. You, you have got to see <laughs> Jessica Savage <laughs> sitting Jessica across Savage. from me. <laughs> For people of a certain age. <laughs> really? Good <laughs> okay. She's got a dotted Swiss scarf on. It's very, very springy and a, and a, and a, like a cardinal red pop of spring. Blazer? I, I love mean, my blazer. Yes, I no, I, I love my blazer. I, you're just looking. You're just All giving right, me shades of fantastic. Who invented the round table, sir? Conference. It was a good one. Yeah, I like it. What do you get when a bunch of sheep stand in a circle? A bunch of sheep stand in a circle. Pie? Shepherd's pie. Shepherd's pie. She- oh, mm-hmm. that's good. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Why good. are circles so hot? Why are circles so hot? Donnie, don't repeat the thing. I'm sorry. It helps me think. Oh, well, <laughs> that explains so because much. Because they're 360 degrees. A circle. Got it. Yeah. Joke, joke. I, you right. know what? I, I got something better. Sometimes this, I miss the obvious I know blonde you do. joke. I, that wasn't even a blonde one. That was just a Give flat out. Give me blonde riddles. All right, I will. But here. Okay, this scared me because I know my brother, your husband, snorkels. Yes. And I don't know if he, and this is for anybody, it was a big alert this morning. He's got a full face Okay, that's mask. why I'm giving you this, okay? okay? So, the rising popularity of the full face snorkel mask is raising a ton of safety concerns. Ten people have already died since January in Hawaii at Hanama Bay snorkeling. With and the, their full face with snorkel With their full mask? face snorkel mask. And what happens is... This gentleman, um, Guy Cooper, was featured on CBS Morning. Um, they had Valdemar Druthers fly to Hawaii to Hanama Bay to do the story yeah. because these new full fast face masks are causing deaths. How? Here's why. So the deal with the new full face is you're able to breathe in through your mouth and your nose instead of having two separate pieces. Right. But they the attachment is compl- is way tighter on your head. Then you're used to, you don't have access it to your nose. It almost looks like a goalie mask. It does. But a full plexiglass around your whole okay. face. So Guy Cooper's wife, oh, Nancy, okay. died. They always go to Hawaii. She always went snorkeling. He didn't want to go on this last trip because he had something else working. She was a great swimmer, an avid snorkeler, but she bought this full face mask. Yeah. Uh, after an hour after in the water, a surfer pulled her out. And the, her husband started thinking right away about the mask. And he's like, what could have gone wrong? And the new design covers the entire face, allowing you to breathe um, out of your nose and your mouth instead of having a snorkel piece out of your mouth that goes above the water and then the piece that just goes over your eyes. But safety experts say the design is less safe and a greater risk for carbon dioxide buildup that could cause snorkelers to become dizzy and disoriented. Uh-huh. Oh, Tighter no. fitting head straps may also make it harder to pull off in an emergency. 
And he thinks this is what happened to his wife. He wrote to the coroner and said, what type of mask, you know, do you ever ask people what they're wearing? And they've never asked people who die from snorkeling things what type of mask they're wearing. They've just started to. And um, it's scary that this is a new trend. And there's only one company, Head, which is like Head Tennis Gear, H-A-D Skiing. They're the company that first came out with these masks. And they did a ton of research and a ton of studies but according to this guy that owns Bob's Snorkel Shop in... Um, That's who Casey and I rented from in uh, on the Big Island. That's okay. the longest running snorkel yes, shop it in, is. in all of Hawaii. Snorkel Bob's. Yeah, Snorkel Bob's. His name is Robert Winter. Yes, and, he's, and he says that I get three or four inquiries a week from Chinese manufacturers that you must carry these. Please send us your address. We'll send you a ton of samples. And his response is always the same. No, thank you. Please put them in the dumpster. And he decided against carrying any full face masks after his researchers tested them. They said the face area heats up and gave them the feeling of claustrophobia. They could not reach their nose to clear it. It's hazardous. He says you try to take it off in this, you know, but you're getting, you get stuck because it's on so tight. And he says, we are not going to carry these anymore. And um, Cooper, whose wife dies, just says he wants to let people know about it because of what's happening. And then a lifeguard, Kawana Eckhart said um, on an average day at Hanama Bay, which is famous in on Oahu, uh, North of Waikiki, 2,600 visitors visit Hanama Bay a day to snorkel. Yeah. And he said they're looking into the connection between snorkel drownings and the full face mask. And then the reporter Valdemar from CBS said, did you try the mask? And he says, yep. And then he asked, what did you think of it? And he said, no comment. Yeah. Well, so Casey has the Vista view and he's had it for like two years and he absolutely loves it. But he, like when I put it on, I was claustrophobic. I was panicked that right. thing off. Right. There's no regular. There's, I, I did not like it at all. Right. But but he really okay. Likes there's it. no regulations on snorkeling equipment in the U.S. Yeah. Consumer Product Safety Commission. So I'm just saying, the CO2 buildup, claustrophobic panic. Be careful, people. Yeah. Mm. So there was my, and I was wondering if he Casey scared used us all. It. Yeah, no, he loves well, his. He loves well, it. Well, I wanted to scare you back. because I think it's really scary. But he- all these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is, that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. He's used it so many times, okay. snorkeling multiple times a day over several trips. So right. he would have already had an issue with it. Right. And... um. I also think that uh, sometimes he 
slips it up mm-hmm. and then, you know, floats like a seal on his back. Okay. Yeah. I'm just... Just, but no, he's had people. no, I put it on and I thought, uh, hell no. Hell to the no. No, hell no. I don't right. want to have that much on my face. No, it's And then scary. have my face in the water. And then have a panic attack. He likes it because you don't have to turn your head and he's got neck issues. Oh. And so for swimming and snorkeling, it's really nice because you don't have to turn your head. Right. The fish There's are a coming. massive amount of knockoffs, people, is what I'm going to yeah, tell you. Yeah, he has the, like, the original Vista View, the good one that's like $65 or whatever. He found it from our friend in All right, Playa. I, all right, I just want other people to know. Oh, Shout out to you, Kate yeah. Hauser. Okay. Um, Lori, this yes, came dear. across the desk yesterday. God, my really new desk. You really scared us. I mean, I'm really. I want to scare you because she was an experienced person trying it for the first time and died. Yeah. So I just want to scare people because how would you like that? But I, yeah, yeah, I, I guess, I guess I don't know. What so to it's say just about a warning. That. The tri-board. That's what Casey has. That's the original. All right. Tri-board. Um, this is something that Lori. Um, I hope had, this is a more uplifting one. Well, it proves that maybe you're right because you put your foot in your mouth so many times around some newborns when my kids were little and other people had newborns and you'd call them funny names and maybe they weren't that cute. I resent that. I never told anybody. And I remember what you said to my sister-in-law, you liar. Oh, you have a baby. That's what I always say. It's the tone. It's the tone. You got a baby. Seriously. But this is a study that is going to help you out, Lori, because according to this new study, infants don't hit their peak cuteness until they're six months old. Absolutely. So, oh, yeah. uh, you know, their they eyes... They all basically look like Mr. Magoo, unless <laughs> yeah. they have hair Some and eyebrows. It, this study is to help <laughs> new parents realize it's totally normal for your baby to look a little weird, yeah. like a little weird alien when they're first born. Yeah. yeah, they look like Jeff Sessions. Yeah, little Mr. Magoo. <laughs> unless oh. you've got a baby with hair. Yeah. And baby eyebrows, which is very, which is so darn cute. Yes. All right, we got Kenny with the traffic, and we come back. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest, latest. Well, certainly one of the big things trending today on Twitter is National Student Walkout Day. Students uh, walked out of classrooms, uh, uh, thousands and thousands of them all over the country today, and they did it for 17 minutes. That is in memory, of course, of the uh, students who were who died uh, at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School. So uh, that's something that you're going to be seeing a lot on the news today. Also trending today, some Twin Cities chefs who are among the James Beard Award nominees, the Oscars of the of the cooking world. Uh, we have three chefs that were nominated, Diane Yang of Spoon and Stable, Steve Brown from Tilia, and uh, Gavin Kaysen of Spoon and Stable, and Ann King, uh, Kim rather, of Young Joni. Uh, we should mention that uh, Diane Yang was actually nominated in the pastry chef category. So congratulations to all of those folks who get nominated for the prestigious James Beard Foundation Award. All right, that is what's trending here at My Talk. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. All right, attention, everybody. It is Wednesday. We're here. We're having Bubble. fun. News alert. News alert. And it is high day, it's March 14th. 14th. And it was National Walkout Day. And now we're getting ready to go to the clubhouse with Andy Cohen. 
not because Dorit Kemsley was in the building. Um, she's a real housewife of Beverly Hills. Where P.S. By the way, nothing has happened this season. I'm so glad I haven't bothered to watch. Nothing has and happened. Isn't the, the new the, Melon Camp boring? The, well, we're gonna we're gonna right. Teddy. You know, I don't know. I, I I I'm so glad I'm not watching. Yeah, so nothing has happened. It started off with a bang because we got to go on a trip right away. But I tell you, they need to pump up the jam and give us another trip. But Jerry um, O'Connell was also in the clubhouse, and he's been hosting Wendy Williams this week. And by the way, killing it. So funny. He, he is He's funny. Really He's really good. deprecating and pretty funny. Kelly Ripper could have had him. Yes. Well, we already talked about that. But Kelly Ripper could have had him and she would be having so much more fun instead of the uh, nope. elephant in the room kissing each other's ass, gougie love fest nah, nah, that's nah, happening nah, nah. over there at Kelly. <laughs> I'm not and, watching. And Ryan. I'm not watching. She's lost me. Julia, I, so yeah, I, I tune it in every day just to see if the vanilla is improving. It isn't. No, it's not. So anyway. The vanilla is not improving. <laughs> it's still it's, not good. It's bland vanilla. You yes. can barely taste the vanilla. Anyway, but Jerry O'Connell is filling in for Wendy, doing a great job. So he was in the clubhouse. He's been many times with Andy Cohen. But Doree. He's he, a housewife affectionado. He uh, loves aficionado. that. Aficionado. That one too. Yeah. Okay. But I like affectionado. <laughs> He's affectionate like, about that. That's, that's right. An that's expert. Another and new word. Another I word. I like that one. Affectionate and aficionado <laughs> uh-huh. combined. Like Write that. it down, Shannon. Okay. <laughs> let's play uh, the first one where Dorit's, uh, what's she looking forward to at the reunion? My question is for Dorit. Um, Dorit, what situation are you looking forward to the most at the reunion to clear up? Oh, that's a oh, good question. That's a really good question. You know, Cynthia Bailey from Atlanta loves. She's one of the few housewives. She loves and look for, looks forward to the reunion every year because she really feels like it is actually a great opportunity to like completely clear the air and get it all out. And she looks forward to the opportunity. So that's yeah. my encouragement to you to well, learn thank to Thank you very use much. That. And now my, myself, I'm looking forward to the okay. reunion. Okay. Absolutely not. Yeah. But um, I would say um, I just feel really regretful about what happened with Lisa Vanderpump and I. And a heartfelt apology to her. And I think that that's most important to me to Ugh. clear up and that she knows that. She sees it in my eyes. And um, she sees it in my I'm eyes as I'm on TV. Dorit is so affected. She is yeah. beyond affected. And she's not British. She talks that way because she's been married to Pique for 20 years. She is something. And when she looks in her baby's eyes, she's, she's something. Oh, she, she is. <laughs> oh, my God. She really is. I mean, she and no one can. Oh. Dorit is in the hot seat for sure, at least oh, on this season, because yes. she's a pot stir, number one. Here's Jerry O'Connell weighing in on something. I have a question. Between Dorit and Lisa Rinna, who would you trust your deepest, darkest secret with? Me, 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 me. You could trust me. I um, swear. I, 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 uh, <laughs> you, you, you are sitting right next to me. <laughs> So I'm supposed to say Dorit immediately, but I mean, I I, I would have to think about this before (laughs) I answer it because there have been situations where you've maybe been telling people things this season that maybe they shouldn't have been hearing. So it's uh, it's it's something I would have to something I would have to sleep on. Whoa. I loved how honest he no, was. That was so oh. good and shady. He was giving her the shade and sipping the tea right in front of her. I love you, Jerry O'Connell. 
Because there's no way. I mean, and no Lisa Rinna can't keep much of a secret, but you would trust her over. Dorit. She's something. Okay. But I love that he just told her right next to her. Right to her, I, yeah. I liked how he handled that because sometimes people ask you something, you have to answer it right away. And it's just, well, you know. No, he was excellent. Uh-huh. He was excellent. Okay, let's ask, uh, let's get another Dorit. This is about Teddy Mellencamp. Okay. Nini X22, does Dorit have the shortest memory? She didn't think she did anything wrong when she told Erica what the girls said. So why be upset about Teddy? Um, I just feel like Teddy is, um, well, she's stirring the pot. She's meddling in friendships and she's igniting these fires and then sort of pulling back and wants to wash her hands of it. But isn't it sort of the same thing that she's accusing me of doing? So no, that you are you, doing. Yeah. So then are you doing the same thing? Am I doing the same thing yes. as Teddy? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that, you know, it's sort of the same. Yeah. On the same page. Mm. Okay. Uh, she, I'm exactly like her. Yeah, I know. I, I know. would speak that. Yeah, I mean, she t- and let me tell you, Teddy Mellencamp is not doing any pot stirring whatsoever. Dorit is insanely jealous because she's the new housewife. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's happening okay. in New York right now. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. It does happen. Okay, let's uh, just get the last thing okay. from Jerry O'Connell about hosting the Wendy Williams show. Jerry, when I imagine you watching Bravo at home, I see you as an overzealous dad at your kid's soccer game on the brink of being asked to leave the premises. Here's what we're taking it to the clubhouse with Jerry, the referee. Jerry, here's your whistle. I have some housewives. Hi, Jinx. I need to know. Use your playbook and make some calls. Whose side were you on in the late gate and rosé glass drama between Teddy and Doreen? Dorit, just drink out of whatever and stop making a big deal out of it. Yes. Whose side were you on when the women thought it was weird that Erica left Teddy's beach house to stay at a hotel? I had no problems with Erica leaving, but her excuse was amazing. The girl problem thing. Um, whose side were you on when Dorit called Camille a see you next Tuesday and made the strap-on joke? What about when Camille gifted Dorit a ball gag? I thought this was a little pot calling the kettle black after Pantygate last season. Ah, She's sitting right next to him. Queen B face-off between Bethany and LVP in NYC. Um, so sorry to say this, everyone, but Bethany kind of stresses me out when she comes into situations. <laughs> so. Whose side are you on, Nene or Kim? All the cockroach drama. Nene, at least Nene goes to Barcelona, Kim. Get off your butt. <laughs> During He's the Barcelona so blowout between Portia and Marlo. I mean, are we really going to have a fight over a doormat? I mean, I love me some Portia. I also love me some Marlo. Andy, you should give her a peach next season. Whose side are you on regarding Portia wanting forgiveness for her sins of last year, but Candy not ready to move on? Uh, this was kind of a dark moment in uh, our Real Housewives of Atlanta. I just want to move past it, so I think Candy should sort of let us move past it. Um, all right. Thank you very much. Jerry O'Connell, the voice of I'm reason. I'm telling you, he did such a great job. And he still gets residuals for... Um, Stand by me. Stand by me. The movie right? he was in he when said he was I could cash. I could buy a nice bottle of something oh, with really? it when Once I get it. Once a month. Thirty. Whenever it comes. Ago. Yeah. <laughs> but he still you know gets yeah. it. He was so cute. Now that's oh, the first I time I ever was. saw him on screen. So cute. All right. Well, speaking of uh, Bravo. Okay. So here's the deal: is the new um, Housewives of New York City trailer came out, and oh, yeah. Us Weekly, who is just stirring the pot, they're like Radar Online, like National Enquirer, but. Um, they're talking about the besties um, are not besties anymore. Carol Radswell and Bethany Frankel. Did they have a fight when they were and, on the sinking ship that Bravo made sure to tell us about? Well, they both <laughs> had, um, they kind of things turned 
crabby while they were filming in the magazine sources. Bethany's jealous of Carol's relationship with Tinsley Mortimer. Um, and uh, Tinsley Mortimer, if you remember. Uh, yes, very well. Yes. She, I did not want her to have an apple right. again. Right. She said Bethany is very cold. So she doesn't like Bethany, and Bethany didn't warm up to her. I'm going to tell you to raise both of your eyebrows uh, at this this story. Do they move? They do move. (laughs) There is some movement. Raise your eyebrows at this story, and don't believe it. I think this is a planted story story. to get people to watch. I think Tinsley Mortimer is desperate to have a storyline. You know, last we saw her, she fell in love. After, Everyone's picked it up, after, including the International Business Journal. After two dates <laughs> with the coupon guy, the online oh, coupon yeah, guy that. who lived in Chicago. I mean, honestly, he looked like what a... What is an online coupon guy? I don't know. He has some <laughs> kind of... That? They were doing ads for it. Carol, and they were doing live ads during the Real Housewives, you know, like a commercial for the... It was so... It's suspicious. You know, she's dating a guy. They're running ads on the show. Yep. And it's Carol and Tinsley Mortimer. And then on the show, we see Carol introducing a very blurry um, lines there, sort of. F, you know, yeah. I put on my FCC hat and I couldn't figure out what to what make of it. it. Okay. So here's my one question, too. Yeah. Okay. So Bethany Frankel is on that. That decorating uh, show. Hendrick or Kendrick yeah, with, or whatever the guy, million dollar listing guy. I tried to watch it once. Yeah, no, boo. No bueno. I'll stick with Rice. So you believe that they're still friends and they're just putting this out yes, there? Yes, I All do. Right. I do. And you can take this to the bank. A&E has renewed Leah Remini's Scientology in the Aftermath. Not that there was any question after she won the Emmy, but they've they've reordered it they're Good. upping the money because a and e is doing different strategy they're doing non-fiction that's their brand now mm-hmm. is a and e means true stories yeah uh, just true yes. stories and, correct yeah Thank but you. like they're gonna there's a story lost for life about juveniles who are getting sentenced to adult prisons right and, you know there's the accused which follows individuals who are accused Okay. And and convicted, but they're innocent. You know, so that is what they're doing. That's is their, the non fiction okay. brand. It's the That's, new true T V kind of almost. Kind of. Yeah. And they've had uh back to back months of viewer growership. People love that. They love the ID People channel. People do. I mean it is kind okay, of Okay, good. Yeah. So that's what's happening at A and E and Ellen. DeGeneres has scooped up that darling Adam Rippon and they're gonna team up for a TV project. Sounds like maybe a reality show, uh-huh. and he's going to be a correspondent on her show. It's oh, perfect. perfect, and he'll be perfect Very at good. it. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, we're going to Hollywood speak, and also um, we've got our Midnight Sun tickets to give away. So what are you trying to say? Hollywood! Hollywood speaking! What is the meaning of this? What is the so meaning much of to this? Speak. So That's right. Time. And we'll take seventh caller for uh, a pair of tickets to go see Midnight Sun a week from today at the Icon Showplace in St. Louis Park. Very and that fun. is a movie with Patrick Schwarzenegger and Bella Thorne. You'll Your new besties. It. That's right. You're going to the early preview. 651-641-1071. All right. Here it is. Julia? Yes. Tell me. She's not a woman's woman, so she won't be covering the royal wedding for this network. Megan Kelly. You are correct. Oh, Julia. I can't think of anyone worse. Than her. Yeah. No. Yeah. Of course. Uh, apparently, the groundswell of grievances um, from her staff at NBC yep. at the morning show is getting to be um, 
A little out of hand. A little out of hand. Uh, it's, they, it's. I wonder if it was a man in this position, Laurie, because she is, there's been a lot of stories, which I think some of them might be false, but some of them, ha- there has to be some truth in it, how mean she is to the employees. Well, the head staff writer, okay. Kevin Blair, he Complained. was fired in January after he filed an HR complaint. So same thing that happens to women happened to a man. That's right. Right? Working for a woman. Working for a woman. And he also contacted the president of NBC News. Now, NBC doesn't want to hear this because they've done a two-year, $23 million a year contract with Megan. So just like with Ryan Seacrest, they need to protect it. So they fire this guy. This is how you know it's bad and it's believable, too. uh, Just because the minute that they fire the person making the complaint... All bets are off. All bets you, are off. Because it's, the someone way should the, get due process. And the but person, you don't usually because how HR reports within a company yes, system. Yeah, no, I know. And this is why people are always reluctant right. to go to human resources. So here's resources. a dude doing it. Here's that. a dude, the head, the head staff writer, right. which I had accused somebody of being not liking her because right. she had terrible segues and stuff but well because no one will go on her show no celebrities will even go there not really it's nope. really all about me too and abuse it's becoming very dr it's, phil and maury povich yeah kind of but she is it's you know, leading into the me too yes but she's always never very far from her former persona is what she really graduates to with her tone and how she speaks to the audience, it's not super friendly for mourning. Absolutely. Okay, it's so more this, hostile. Okay. Kevin uh, said that the staff, he said in particular all the young female assistants uh, were abused and harassed uh, by um, different executives, not just Megan, who scapegoat and launch F-word tirade, uh, tirades. Okay. And I guess since he's left a dozen people have gone to hr but nothing has been done and and megan apparently is aware that people are unhappy and she stays in her office and she's pretty separated from everyone and now she just got the other she will not cover the royal wedding i can't even think she thought she could well, but well, that's what you would expect of your morning, 9 a.m., the person who's Well, great. and the only reason uh, I would think I, it even more is because Savannah Guthrie has two young children and Hoda has one young child now, but Yeah, no. they're not going to do it. Uh-uh. They'll have Keir Simmons. They're going to piece it together. I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, Kathy Lee goes over there. They're going to have other people. They might yep. have, uh, who did they have uh, the last time for the last? They had uh, uh, Jane Seymour. Cover oh, for NBC. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah. So they'll yes. do other things, but she's just not warm and fuzzy. Nope. Nobody w- could believe her gouging about a wedding dress. She would just w- more bring you what Megan has dieted and how she's gotten her oh, slim body. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. She's very weight. F- yep, she's a weightist. She's, she's very weightist. She's a weightist. Okay, Us Weekly. Remember when Us Magazine got bought out by American Media, which owns the National Choir and yep. Radar? And they've gone... From second tier to People magazine to tabloid. They're total tabloid. They're total tabloid yep. now. Us, Us magazine, we used to be able to rely nope, on them. You can't. But because of Mm-mm. their background. 50 so, 50. And, I, and Us Weekly used to get in the long drawn out breakup of Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck. Jennifer Garner's people went to Us Weekly all the time. Okay. And he went to People. Got it. Maybe because of the Warner brothers. Can, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So anyway, uh, now here's the headline. Uh, 
the cover, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Gardner spending nights together. What? Okay, well, they're at a kid's practice. <laughs> they're at Charlie, the little boy, Sam's practice for karate. They're mm-hmm. at the girls' soccer meets. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is not happening. Yeah. This is already, they already went down this road because they waited for three years. She waited for three years before filing for divorce for him yeah. in hopes that there might be something there. I but think no. S. Weekly is taking old quotes, old photos, yeah. reframing them because... It's uh, not happening. The PR people are not participating in this. Nope. This is not happening. So don't buy S. Weekly if you want to read that juicy story because it's a non-story. Right. Okay. Megan uh, Markle's on the cover of P. People this week. Yes, it's going to be. We're going to have a lot of, a lot of yes. Meghan Markle. A lot, a lot of, of Meghan yep. Markle on the cover. You know, yep. she's on the fast track to the princess oh, program. Oh, she's already she gone is. through her kidnapping her, training. Yes. Training. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember, that? we said that we happened right away. I know. All right, go on. Okay, here's another one. Um, Kylie Jenner fans accuse Kim Kardashian of copying her with the launch of her concealer kits just three months after Kylie. Did her concealer kits? I don't believe this. I don't believe this because this concealer kit that Kim KKW, Kim Kanye West, has been working on for a long time, and it's a generational thing. And she's got—I don't. Who cares, Julia? The Kardashian fans are territorial. But I think you have a different audience that's going to buy from Kylie. That's going to buy from Kim, and why not get them all? Here's. I don't get it. It's why? got 16 different shades. It's I don't get it. Why steps? copy your sister? Surely there's something different you can think to release. No. Um, you're, just je- you're the queen of petty. Let Kylie have her moment. Oh, people. Oh, they're laughing all the way to the bank. I'm telling you, they're they're targeting <laughs> different people. They have different people. Yeah, they're probably all working on it in tandem together about when they're going to release and everything. Of course they are. There's a spreadsheet. And then Kylie was in hot water because of her lip uh, stains have like, um, you know, Gosh, hot, and so horny, hot and horny, um, young and slutty, stuff like that. Stuff Short like and that. slutty. People, people were Short just having enough. Tall and loose. <laughs> I like those. those tall and names. tight. Or, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> tall and titty or oh, whatever. Did, did we know, learn that from know. OPI yeah. name? Name? Oh, yeah. Give giving fun names. Come up with to buy that crap. Absolutely. <laughs> Lincoln Park After <laughs> Dark, dark. <laughs> the most famous mm-hmm. nail polish out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just that clever name. So, I mean, you know, you can't you can't blame them for being I marketing totally geniuses. totally think they're geniuses. Okay, Taylor Swift releases two videos of her... Uh, um, Bad dancing. For Delicate. Good for her. Well, yeah. That, Lori, that? here's my response on all things Taylor Swift. Yeah. Because she's trying to get publicity to sell tickets for her upcoming uh, mega thing oh. she's and going she on. She wants us to talk about her dancing, clearly, because now she's released two videos that are all about that she can't dance. Oh, oh no. no. Now oh, she wants no. to be told oh, no. on social media, you're such a good dancer. You're so pretty. You're so skinny. You I'm are such a good singer. So needy. I hope you like Joe. Well, I think that's just got what a point. PR people yeah, you do. Gotta do. You gotta, you gotta do, do it gotta to do keep it, your Donnie. name out there. We're gonna do that for us. Yeah. We're sending out a video about what bad singers are and we hope you all